Welcome to the milk bar. 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 Welcome along to episode 539 of the milk bar. Jason Forrest here with you as ever. And coming up on the show, we are mostly music this week. We'll be hearing from Totally Tina ahead of their gig in Coventry. Don Chairs has a brand new album out. We'll be hearing some tracks from that, having a chat with him, and giving you the chance to win one of two signed copies of that one. Ladama are joining us too. A couple of live tunes from them. And as well as our music, we'll be catching up with Jason Bradbury to talk about how people aren't necessarily always getting to do their dream jobs. Some of us do, though. We'll find out more about that one. First of all, though, we've got a fantastic show heading to the Grand a little bit later on in November. Fame is at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre from the 19th through to the 23rd of November. It is the 30th anniversary tour. Somebody who's barely old enough to remember the start of it is Keith Jack, who joins me now. Good afternoon, sir. Hello, good afternoon. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Now, the 80s phenomenon, Fame, an amazing yep. TV series. And uh, it spawned films, and the, there was actually a, a Fame film back in the day as well. And it all yep. centres around the New York High School for the Performing Arts. So an, an amazing backdrop and a, a brilliant tour. So what is your part in all of this? I play uh, Nick Piazza, who's a straight actor who gets famous from doing a peanut butter commercial when he was a kid. <laughs> and it goes back to the Performing Arts School to hone his craft to be kind of treated as a real actor, to be uh, to, to kind of better himself. And the, the, the show itself, I mean, the storyline that runs through it, uh, it, it is great to, to, to actually have so much story when really it could just be a, a showcase. It tells a tale, but it still shows off the talent of, of all those performers who are in the show. Yeah, exactly. I think you kind of get time to uh, learn about each character. You've got uh, Serena, who's my love interest. You've got uh, Carmen, you've got Shlomo, you've got uh, Joe Vegas, you've got Mabel, uh, you've got Iris, Tyrone, you've got all these characters that all have different kind of paths, different choices in life and how they're affected, how they're affected by drugs, how they're affected by dyslexia, how they're uh, affected by love, uh, and how their kind of lives play out. Uh, and it's it's a very gritty show. It's kind of dark in places as well, which is nice. So kind of it's very real. Uh, and it allows you that time to invest in the characters, invest in the story, but also kind of you, a lot of people end up crying during this show. Mm. You end up uh, all up on your feet dancing and singing at the end. So it's, it takes you through a world of emotions, really. <laughs> but it, it, it does touch on all the areas of the performing arts too, though. Because same way as the TV show maybe had you know, a, a week where it focus on, on, on the music side, maybe dance would be uh, the, the main topic. This actually picks up a bit of everything all the way through, so you get to know all of those characters, as you say. Yeah, exactly. And we've got like we've got uh, a singing department, so we've got an acting department, you've got a dance department, a music department, and then throughout the show you've got uh, guys on stage that play sax, dance in a number, move a lock in another number, and a scene in another number. So you've got triple and quadruple threats in this yeah. production. It's a continually moving production. It feels like it's kind of New Yorkish based in terms of how quick it moves and how fast paced it is. It keeps the audience kind of at the edge of their seat with anticipation about waiting to see what happens. And what's it like for you being part of this show? Because you, you shot to fame for us on TV, but you've kept you know, your your name up there, particularly with some of the fantastic singing work that you've been doing. And it, you've, you've kept a nice mix of things as well as doing Joseph. 
Yeah, it's been so nice. Like uh, in terms of obviously the highlight, obviously getting the program, which was amazing, and then continue from there. Like you say, to Joseph, then shows like HMS Pinafore, which is going Silver and new productions, concerts, albums. Uh, but Fame to me feels like a, a bit of the best of everything, because uh, for the first time I'm kind of like all singing, all dancing, all acting. Uh, in terms of all, in in a tough standard at all three, which is nice. So for me, Fame feels like the the kind of pinnacle show of one I'm really really enjoying at the moment in terms of just what it does for me in terms of as an actor as a performer and you are one of just a hugely talented cast as well I mean you're all up there you've all got a lot to show off yeah it's crazy the talent on the stage is amazing people have done loads of West End shows uh, we've got people who have done Broadway open new shows and the West End original casts like yeah it's a talented talented team and it's been put together well by Nick Winston and Celador, who Nick choreographed and directed, and it's just lucky that we all got on and all have such a good buzz. And as you have to tell this story each night, I say it, it has got those moments that will make you cry. It is heart wrenching as well as the uplifting stuff that goes with it. And a great mirror for life. How it all happens to one group in such a short space of time, obviously, you're telling a snapshot to tell a tale on stage, but it is going to be a roller coaster, but equally a hugely uplifting night by the end of it. Yeah, exactly. And I think the thing is with this with this production is it's very honest in its approach. So we have an older audience who loved the TV show, loved all that stuff, coming to watch it, and a younger audience who want to see like a, a performing art show because fame is like one of the iconic ones isn't it mm-hmm. so we we get such a wide audience but the the points that we deal with in the show are even more relevant now due to social media due to all that stuff that stigma about looking the best and like being on your game and and, and being the prettiest and all that kind of stuff and the show deals with that in a really uh, open ways and uh, are the fashions in the show reflective of the 80s original setting? It's very 80s, very 80s, but it feels fresh because we have our, our wall at the back is very much the headshots of people who went from an art school. Uh, they light up the wall. They have different ways of lighting up the wall at the back. So it feels like an 80s musical, but it just has that spark, that that, that pizzazz that uh, other productions might have not had. And uh, David De Silva, who's the father of fame, has come and uh, said that this is the best production he's ever seen of his show. So he's proud of it, as I'm sure all of you are who will be on stage. And exactly. It's just going to uh, yeah, continue to wear audiences. And this is why you've got the longevity. 30 years is the reason why this is still going. Yeah, exactly. We've just been in the West End. We opened with reviews in the West End. We're coming back on tour. So it's... Yeah, it's a continuously fun, energetic, uh, heartfelt show that just keeps ticking away and working and bringing uh, great time to audiences of the UK. Well, it is at Wolverhampton's Grand Theatre from the 19th to the 23rd of November. 01902 429212 is a box office number. Grandtheatre.co.uk to get your tickets. And you can come and see the wonderful Keith Jack, as well as the fantastic rest of the cast too, as part of what is going to be an absolutely brilliant production. Keith, thank you for joining us. Break a leg and have a great time as being part of the show. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. In a moment or two's time, we will be hearing from Don Jez. Before we do, let's take a listen to, of course, a track you will know from his appearance on BGT. This is Wiggle Wine.
show off your body, girl, you know you look fine. Oh. Sweet soul music, a cleanse in your soul. Your body is your temple, you never grow whole. Challenge and the girl got this. Shame. Move over, girl. Let me show you how we dance. Tricky little wine and you don't stand a chance. Look how the girl them a do the wiggle wine. Wine your body, girl. Wiggle wine, wiggle wine, wiggle wine, wiggle wine. Sanchez Daycare's shots to fame across the UK as part of BGT. However, we've known of his talent for some time around here. He's with me now to tell me about the album, Wiggle Wine. Hello, sir. Yes, how are you? Are you good? I'm very good. And we, we had a great time seeing you perform on the stage at the Grand earlier this year. So that was absolutely fantastic. Yes, really. And you really showed off to your audience uh, your moves as ever. Really and they, they love the music, don't they? Yes, I really, really enjoy that. You know, and anything to do with performing, I get a hype. So, yes. <laughs> Now, this hasn't you know, been the case that you've been able to show off as much as you'd liked in the past, because when you were the AA man, you were, you were the singing AA man, which was yes. cool. Yes, I, and I really enjoyed it. That was like another gig, you know, <laughs> because I would go to people who were in a terrible state because their plans have been messed up, because yeah. their car has been broken down. I turn up and I try to cheer them up and I sing to them. And <laughs> I, by the time I finished it, what? Was I broken down? <laughs> yeah, the car's fixed, we're on the road, yes. and we've had a show Absolutely. from Dungeons on yeah. the way through. Yeah. But I mean, with what everything that's gone on with, with BGT, obviously, you, it's, it's propelled you to yeah, being known across even more areas, not just the breakdown routes of the Midlands. And uh, you were born over in Nottingham. Right. And yes. you, how long have you lived over in the Wolverhampton area? In the Wolverhampton, since 1975. So I was born in Nottingham, took to Jamaica when I was three, came back. Yeah. And I, w I lived in Wolverhampton since 1975. Not moved anywhere else. Wolverhampton, true and true. You know, so. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, uh, the album then. And yeah. these are all original tracks? All original tracks, let me tell you. It's like um, just getting a chance now to showcase my work mm -hmm. of three startup albums, choosing different tracks that meant something, mean something over the years, 
has a little journey. Yeah, you know, because it's more than just a best of your previous work, though, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, it's, it's, it's a reimagining in a lot of cases because you've, you've had chance to get to the studio and spend more time spend on this. Spend more time yeah. and and think about the, the stories and each track tells a little bit of a story and, and each one so diverse in their own style, genre, and stuff like that. You know, mm, yeah. because I, 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 when I go out singing, I sing from soul, classic, Motown, reggae. Uh, everything on in one yeah so it, it's a it's a fusion of all these <laughs> these sounds you know but i mean you wear it from we go one no one was expecting that if i i know you i've known you for the best part of a decade haven't i and i hadn't expected quite the impact even you were going to have with that song yeah you know what it's just years i've been out there with my audience my my, my, my fans you know people love what i do and i see the reaction and you know something which is really fundamental Mm-hmm. is when I sing and the stuff that really makes me feel good makes people feel good as well. You are basically a walking party. <laughs> I would tell you. I, I mean, with every little movement of what I sing and feel. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, over the years, when I started at first, I thought people were just being kind to me. Oh, they, they're just like wanting me to feel good while they're reacting like that. Mm-hmm. And it continued and continued and I'm thinking, these people are really feeling good. I think they're feeling just as good as me. Yeah, well, it's, it's about the energy you put into it. And I, I don't see how you can fail to infuse people around you when, when you start doing what you do. And it, you don't take yourself too seriously, no. but you take what you're doing very seriously. Very, very seriously in, in, in the sense that if, if I'm not having a good time, I don't feel right, mm-hmm. you know? So it's all about the way I feel. And, and uh, that's the reason why I, music is going around in my mind all the time, because it gives me such a good feeling. And nobody wants to feel upset, especially when, you know, you cannot avoid being upset at times. Yeah, that's, that's, that's life. However, <laughs> that's at life. those times in your life, yeah. stick the brand new album from Don Chase on your stereo yes. and just stream it online. And just me. The, yeah. the album itself, you know, it, it's, it's like, wow. The first track in there is the one that I done on BGT when I'm coming down yeah. in the final. I'm only a man. Mm-hmm. I'm only a man. And I will do what I can. I don't know you rush for time, so I'm going to be brief. <laughs> only a man is about this guy who music took him over. Listen, he's in the hospital bed. He's not too well. He's got uh, some issues. And the, the nurse says, would you like to listen to the radio? This song comes on. Only a man, I'll do what I can. He jumps out the bed. Man, he's got stitches. <laughs> the, the nurses and the nurses says, get back into bed, get back into bed. And he's, he got all the nurses dancing. <laughs> so that's what music does to you. It just makes you do things. Yeah, it's a, a full, feel-good session. So 11 <laughs> tracks on the album. Wiggle and Why. I'm Only a Man. Ten tracks. Ten ten, tracks. Sorry, 10 tracks. 10 tracks on the album. I'm not yeah. trying to give away an extra one that's not there. <laughs> but there are 10 yeah, tracks. 10 tracks on the album. And they say, uh, what's the influence behind the rest of it? Because it is a mix of flavours. It's a mix of flavours. I mean, you, you, got, you got another track on there called Pretty Little Lady. No, no, Pretty Little Lady is on YouTube, so you can go on there, have a little listen to it buy the album have a listen to it absolutely uh, um pretty little ladies is about you know when you're in love you know you meet you meet that one that you know you can see your life mopping out and you're thinking yes i, I need that person in my life so you're then thinking of all the beautiful things you want to do for this person yeah that's in, in a nutshell <laughs> pretty little lady absolutely and there's another similar one called maybe maybe and you know when you ask somebody a question and they say, maybe. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not saying no, are they? No. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 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 so there, there you go, walking down the road, you meet somebody again, and you're thinking, I need to go up to this person. So you ask the question, they say, maybe. But you know, they, they show interest. They need to know more about you, potentially. Trust me. Yeah. Trust me. And as soon as they get to know you, they're going to want to spend their time they're with you because you're spend, so, <laughs> it's good fun. Time. You know, so it diverse on the album from, from mm-hmm. Pretty Little Lady. You, you, you've got girl, girl, them a trend, which in Jamaica, and it says, girl, them a trend. And it's all about you lovely ladies out there with all your makeup and all your, your eyeshadow and all that stuff. Eyeshadow, lipstick, borrow. Girl, them a trend for the friend, them follow. Oh, man. <laughs> and then I get, I get a little rap going on on that. And then you've, you've, got, you've got songs like, uh, um, It Ain't Over. Mm-hmm. It ain't over the last track on the album. It ain't over till the Don Crown King. It ain't over till the bell ding ding. Don just deep on the mic still a sing. Me fans them tell me just go on with me thing. That means, you know, sometimes you're gonna get knockbacks. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you need energy. You need, you need inspiration to carry on. And and. It's not all the time when you want something to go a certain way. It goes that way. Mm-hmm. But you got to pick up energy. You got to get, get your inspiration and carry on. And that's what that song is about. Well, the whole album <laughs> is an absolute inspiration. And we've got two signed copies to give away, haven't we? Yes, two signed copies to give away. And we've got to say some really tough questions. Okay, yeah, right. okay we're going to do a tough question. This, this, is, this isn't signed. a tough question. Signed. Signed so, so this is important that you sign. Okay, so this isn't hopefully too tough a question. However, what was Don Jesse's job before he took the singing over full time? Okay, what did he do? You can text me uh, if you're listening to this on the radio. 07786 Start your text WCR. You can text that as well if you're also uh, watching online too. Uh, you can email studio at themiltbarpodcast.com. We'll take your entries there. Or you can also email today at wcrfm.com. So one of those routes to get the answer in, or if you're watching the video, it's just direct message or pop it in the comments. If you pop it in the comments, somebody else could copy your answer. However, uh, we're going to choose two winners. They'll each be getting a signed copy of the album. That's right. So that's something to look forward that's to. That's something to look forward to. And more to look forward to. The album official release is on the 23rd of November. So you can get this before it's actually released? Mm, it actually releases then. But yeah. the only copies that they're going to be getting is the ones that are going to win off you. Yeah, this is it. other than that, 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 that <laughs> it's not, it's not going to be out anywhere. <laughs> no, right. Okay. So where can we find all the details on social media and, of course, on your website? social media, get on the website and it's Dunches Dakers. DunchesDakers.co.uk. Spell that one for us. D-O-N-C-H-E-Z for Dunches. Dakers, D-A-C-R-E-S. All right. So, Don't chase Dakers. Yeah, okay, lowercase. Okay, All yeah. in lowercase. Jump into there and you can have a little preview. Yeah. A little 30 second snippets of each one. A little bit of a taste <laughs> yes. for you. It's going to whet your appetite. We know that much. Uh, on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, yes, all that lot. Same, Dunches Dakers underscore official. That will get you to on my Instagram, Dunches at just take us again mm-hmm. it's all simple all yeah. in my name yeah and there's, there's loads of followers join the happy gang of people who are following this man Absolutely. and uh, enjoy the music enjoy the good times don't just always good to talk to you thank don't you for miss, joining us no, don't miss don't miss the album launch i'm bringing something special i got special guests coming as well can't say who they are <laughs> <laughs> keep checking look online follow him on facebook and all the other places don't just great to see you blessing as usual jason thank you very much I'm only a man, I do what I can, won't you understand, chapter one of Genesis, honey, I'm only a man, I do what I can.
now and long Girl want me to wine and get down So sexy, so sweet and charming Have mercy on me, my darling I can hear my number calling It's a blessing for my body I'm receiving I'm only a man I do what I can Chapter one of Genesis, honey. I'll make no promises, darling. Don Chairs and the opening track from his album, I'm Only a Man. The album, Wiggle Wine, as you've just heard, you've got a chance to win a copy. Make sure you get texting or emailing and uh, however you want to get in touch, let us know the answer to that question. What did Don Chairs do before he went full-time as a singer? What was his last traditional job before he took to the stage full-time? On Wednesday, the 6th of November at the Coventry Belgrade Theatre, it is going to be totally Tina. An amazing night of amazing music by an amazing performer. All brought to the stage by Justine Riddock, who joins me now on the line. Hello. Hello there, honey. Oh, hang on a minute. It's not supposed to be American. Hello. You can be you. <laughs> How's it going? You I okay? can be me. Yes, I'm not on stage. There's no wig on at the moment. We're doing well. Oh, it's, yeah, but this must be quite intriguing and confusing for you because you do get to be two different people. It's like an acting role, but showing off your singing skills. It is. It's strange. I was actually talking with somebody who came to our gig last night and she was saying about how it inspired her to carry on. She's in Panto this year. She was only 18. And um, I was talking to her about how I wanted to become an actress, a singer and a dancer. And I ended up 
being a singer instead and not doing all the others. And then I suddenly thought, hang on a second, what I do now is actually a bit of all three of those things. It's definitely dancing and it's definitely <laughs> acting. <laughs> it is about putting on the show and recreating that whole experience. And what we're not going to get, I mean, Tina's decided she is going to take a bit of a break now and who can blame her the number of years she's been doing this sort of thing. But Well, exactly, yeah. If you want to experience Tina Turner on stage, your show is pretty much the best way of doing it. Oh, it's absolutely brilliant. We love what we do. We love creating things. We always think in our mind, we started off trying to be a complete and utter recreation, looking at video footage and going back through concerts and thinking, we'll copy that, we'll copy that, we'll copy that. And then the more we, we developed over the years, we looked and we thought, well, if Tina had carried on, touring what would her concerts have looked like now what would she have done with goldeneye what would she have done with i don't want to fight would she have created different scenes and different costumes and so what we like to say is we are totally tina's version of tina turner <laughs> <laughs> ah, but the important bit is one thing that you can't change and uh, it's something you were born with it's the way you use your legs Oh my goodness! Hey. <laughs> and uh, we've seen videos. Uh, this is all part of the show, and uh, I, I, I assume your audience absolutely love the the moves. The costumes are getting shorter and shorter <laughs> as well. As I'm getting older and older, Aww. trying to be Tina in those heels. I was talking to the audience. There's a little tiny bit of humour that I put in because I, I I talk the character uh, as if I'm myself. I used to originally say, hi, my name is Tina Turner. And in 1960, when I did this, well, I stopped doing that now. Um, somebody asked us, it'd be nice to hear some bi biographical stuff, some information. So I thought, yeah. well, how can I do that? So instead, I'll say, like, has any ever, anybody ever been to a live Tina concert? So we talk like in the third person. Yeah. And recently I was talking about her shoes. On the, the autobiography that she's got, I've got the audio version of it. And this is exactly what I say now. I just find it very amusing. So Tina was asked, how do you dance all night in those amazing high shoes? And Tina replied, well, what it is, honey? I have a custom mold made of my foot. And that mold is sent off to Louis Vuitton. And a month later, a shoe comes back which fits my foot perfectly. And then I say, unfortunately, Primark don't have the same facility. So I have to dance like this. Obviously, there's other clothing brands that you can't choose out there. Absolutely. But I mean, you're an award winner at this, and understandably so. Oh, I absolutely love it. She's just such an icon, a discography, the different types of music. It, you just can't beat being this character. It, it, it's sad, actually, because obviously I've always wanted to be myself. Mm -hmm. You always want to be yourself before anybody else. You don't choose to, to recreate or copy somebody else. But... Um, the way that we do the show it lets me be very, very creative. And let's face it, if I'm not going to have recognition in my own right. The queen the, of rock and roll, the legend that is Miss Tina Turner, you can't pick anyone better. But I mean, the, the, the surprise for me is it's 30 years since Simply the Best now. And that, I mean, that seems like five minutes ago to me. I, you know, it, it, I was a kid growing up listening to that one and it was on the wireless. And now it's 30 years on and you're going to bring it to the stage. And what is crazy about that song, that the majority of our audiences don't even know this fact, it was a cover. Tina's done hundreds of covers over the years, which people know. A lot of her show was completely covered with them. Let's Stay Together, Addicted to Love, Disco Inferno, Proud Mary. You know, we all know these songs as covers mm -hmm. originally by other people, but Simply the Best was actually brought out in 1988 by Bonnie Tyler first. You can find it on YouTube, the video and everything. Mm -hmm. And then in 1989, it was given to Tina and, well, the rest is history. Absolutely. I mean, you can't beat Tina's version at all. In fact, you probably can't beat your version of Tina's version either. 
Oh, well, there is only one Tina Turner. There will always ever be one Tina Turner. But as I like to say, there's only one Justine Riddock. So come and have a little peek and see what you think of me being her. Absolutely. <laughs> well, should be. I mean, you've done uh, the likes of Stars in Their Eyes as well. Yeah, it was years ago after I'd um, decided that I wasn't getting any recognition of myself. Yeah. Um, I saw a, a lady on the radio. I could hear her voice and I thought, hang on, that just sounds like me. But it wasn't Tina. I said, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be Anastasia. So it's a different character, but a very, very similar voice when you think about it. She's uh -huh. got this real rough, gravelly powerful voice as well so she's very very similar to tina so from that moment i started becoming a tribute instead but the the scope when it comes to making a production show with anastasia to tina turner there's just no competition i'm surrounded here at the moment by thousands of pounds worth of hard-earned <laughs> cash in the in the shape of costumes and i mean i love creating all these different looks for different different songs we've literally just put in last night a brand new rock medley now we've decided to make it our Ourselves. We searched all over the place for all the different songs that Tina had performed over the years, and we decided to put it into a medley with some great little twists. So it's got Jumpin' Jack Flash, It's Only Rock and Roll, The Bitches Back that she sang with Elton John, mm -hmm. and um, Honky Tonk Woman. So when we got to The Bitches Back, I said to the girls, how about you come out of those costumes and you go and put some glasses on, some feathery jackets, and we make it real Elton John. <laughs> and then when you come back for Honky Tonk Woman, I want you all as cowboys and cowgirls. Now, it's something that Tina didn't do, but it's it's very, very visual. And if she was to do that medley again, or if she decided to make a medley of her stuff, what would she do with it? Would it be that? And the audiences seem enthralled by our ideas. So as far as I'm concerned, I think we're doing it okay. Well, it's all about putting on a show and uh, getting people to want to come and see you. Uh, obviously, exactly. they, they know the music already. And yeah. Yeah, from this chat, they're going to know they're going to enjoy the show because it is a proper show. Exactly, it really is. And the glitz and the glam of the costumes is amazing. We found a new supplier um, in Birmingham, um, I think it was about two years ago now, mm -hmm. and oh, I spend far too much money down there <laughs> whenever I can. It's um, a little shop called Sequin Showstoppers in, in Birmingham, and um, Rick Harvey runs it. He's a great guy. He goes over and he sources custom-made costumes for us, and we have things made specifically which means it's like an episode of rupaul's drag race when we come on stage <laughs> it sounds like it's going to be absolutely amazing tickets are available now as i say it takes place in coventry at the belgrade theater it is wednesday the 6th of november you can get in touch belgrade.co.uk is the website the box office 02476 553055 that's 02476 553055 doors are at seven show's time is 7 30 and how long are they going to be seeing you prancing around on stage doing your thing? It's going to be a good long show to get all the hits in, I'm guessing. Oh, it is. It's, I think, well, it's a minimum of two hours, an hour each with an interval. Obviously, because we have to little break for a breath of fresh air and possibly a small beverage. Oh, <laughs> absolutely essential. I assume Tina wouldn't have it any other way either. Uh, <laughs> it'd be interesting to see how your rider compares to Tina's when she was touring back in the day. But uh, Ours is, basically, as long as there's a light bulb in the dressing room. You're and, happy. Um, there's, there's a stage, we're fine. <laughs> well, Justine, great talking to you. Have a brilliant time on the show. Uh, don't break a leg, but break a leg. Uh, and <laughs> Uh, we uh, we look forward to seeing the magic of Tina Turner brought to life with Totally Tina. Thank you so much, Alan.
Taste of Totally Tina. Now, this is what happened when I caught up with a band who are doing some great things and have a gig coming up in the very near future. The Dharma have their brand new single out there at the moment. I'm joined by two of the boys in the band to tell me more about it. We have Dan and Chris. Good day to you, sir. Hello. Hello to you too. Hello. I'm not leaving you out on the end there. No, it's okay. That's it's okay. okay. So tell us a bit about your two's involvement in the band. Who does what? So I am singer. Yep. And I play the synthesizer as well. Mm-hmm. And then Dan plays the I guitar. I play the guitar and drive the van. So the all-important bit driving yeah, the van, yeah, that yeah, is vital. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but we're, we're missing uh, Christian and also James. So James yes. drums, Christian? Bass. So that was the one thing that was missing, a, a proper four-piece then. Yeah. So uh, how long have you guys been working? Um, so we've been a band for over two years now, two yeah, and a half years, years, but we've had the current line-up for the last year. It's just kind of been a bit yeah. working this out and now, yeah, you're, yeah. now you're there. So you're, uh, what, 12 months into this current lineup then, and yeah. this means the music's starting to flow and turn up on streaming services, I'm going to guess. Yep, I like to think so. Okay, well, <laughs> current single then, what's, what, what's going on there? It's called I Don't Believe That I'm Ready. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite a, quite a fun song, and it's about kind of like the uh, trials and tribulations of dating life, I guess. Uh-huh. And, and that is a different world to what it was many years ago, <laughs> so it's, uh, the, the, it is, yeah. there's, there's lots of online reference I'm, I'm going to get, but uh, I mean, when it comes to dating, you've been out there to the pub to try and pull? Um, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. and more success there or online? Uh, I think it starts online a lot now, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, yeah. But we'll take a listen to the song. You're going to do that one as a live track for us in a bit. Yeah. yeah. So we look forward to hearing that. Uh, but I mean, overall, the se- the sound then, obviously, a bit a bit of fun. But I mean, you, your lads, what in your late teens, early twenties? Twenties. Mid twenties. Yeah. So, how do you see what you like musically? Because you, you've never been into probably you know sort of trash pop that sort of thing and uh, is, is it much more because you're not you're not a boy band are you let's face no, it no no we're not a boy band i think we've got different genres different sort of influences anyway like i come more from a more of a rock sort of background mm-hmm. chris you come more from a pop sort mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Pop kind of stuff yeah yeah so you actually did want to be in a boy band yeah yeah so yeah. it failed yeah <laughs> um, one direction we yeah, could have been calling out for you couldn't it really yeah uh, i don't think i was good enough looking to be in them so limit things on you guys get to be the you know, deciding factor on whether they're pretty or not however uh what's what, what is then happening with the music so have you got an album on the way as well or what, what, what's, what's working so we um got an ep out in may which mm-hmm. came out which was five tracks uh, and then obviously this single's coming out and we've got a couple more songs lined up to bring out next year throughout next year um, hopefully finishing with a yeah, the for day. the fact Dan's doing the driving though, which means you are a gigging band and heading around and doing stuff out on the road. We are, yes. Yes, yep. we are. We've got our next gig is on the 2nd of November at the Sunflower Lounge in Birmingham, supporting a really good band called Glass Caves. Then our 
next gig's a Christmas gig in Cannock on the 23rd of December at the station. Uh-huh. So, and again, that I mean that's a venue which knows it's rock music and it's, and yeah, it's doing some good yeah. pop too. So you probably could to be quite at home there. Yeah, well, it's nice for us because we're like originally from Cannock, so mm-hmm. it's nice to play somewhere local to us. So. And, and what happens next? So you obviously you're building to uh, a full album release and uh, seeing what happens from there. I mean, this obviously the, the plan is yeah, world domination. I'm going to guess. Well, yeah, that's the um, that's yeah. the first plan. Yeah, and yeah. Then then see where we go after that. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I it's, think, it's, it's I good think to have the time low to start <laughs> off. Yeah. I think if you're not in it for that, like, what's the sort of point? Yeah. really, isn't it? Like a bit of fun and. Mm-hmm. But enjoy but the music, obviously. Yeah, but you've got to take it seriously, though, as well. But who's telling the stories, though? Who's writing the songs? You do majority, or 90% of the lyrics are yours, from your things. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. I, I write as well, but he's just, like... He's the writing song, god song, in the band. Song, song, and I'll write two songs a year. That's what I think. I've got a lot to say. And yeah, quite yeah, talking. And the bass and drums adding things in as well? Or, they, you know, is it, is it, is it really an, an evolution once you do get to the it's studio? To be, yes, to be fair, like, with music, like we tend to write our own parts. So obviously I'll go with like lyrics and then synth parts, you tend to write your guitar parts, yeah. same with bass and drums. So we kind of all try and put our own little spin from our own little instruments and make it into something hopefully a bit different. Okay, well, we're gonna hear a live acoustic version of the single. So give us the name of that again. I don't believe that I'm ready. Okay, and uh, the Dharma of the band, before you do that though, socials, etc. where can we find you online? Ladama Band. Uh, so apart that's from spelled. dating sites, obviously, we know you're on there. <laughs> um, Ladama Band, so that's spelled L A D H A R M A. So Ladama Band, same on everything Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Music, Twitter. Ladama Band, you'll find it that way. Yeah, Absolutely we'll brilliant. Okay, we'll take a listen to the track and uh, we're looking forward to whatever else the future brings to. So, hey, thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you very much. Cheers. Talking for us and it's gone So is the girl, can't get a grip over myself The hotel shocked me, I'm not thinking about knocking Let's do this, is doing wonders for my health You let me in when I let me out I'll give you something to talk about I feel like I'm getting too into this too early, but I just might lay it down I don't believe that I'm ready 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 Superstition killing it Tennessee's idealistic Now age being a factor We really shouldn't be thinking it Tell me where your spirit is I'll ensure that we live a bit Come on then let's try and make a proper go of it Look I think you've just hit the nail Look I've just gone and kicked myself I feel like you're getting too into this too early But I just might let you down I don't believe that I'm ready I don't believe that I'm ready Maybe you'll leave and forget me I don't believe
It's got so serious lately I don't believe I'll be ready Maybe you'll leave and forget me I don't believe I'll be ready It's got so serious lately Performing live, that is the current single from La Dharma. Only 28% of UK adults have achieved their childhood ambitions, with new research showing that 54% of Brits would restart their career if they could and go into a completely different line of work. To tell us more about this survey, I'm joined now by Gillian Binks of Microsoft and The Gadget Show's Jason Bradbury. Good afternoon to you both. Oh, nice to hear your voice. Well, I, look, I used to do The Gadget Show, so I, I guess that will well, still work. It's where we know you from. It's the last oh, well, there you go. Yeah. And you do loads of other stuff as well. You're busy, aren't you? Oh, man, always busy, always keeping busy. And, and now living actually out in the sticks. I live in Lincolnshire, and um, which is a really interesting experience with three kids, having lived in, brought them up in London. Um, I recently moved to Lincolnshire. So, again, it's kind of relevant because, it's the, it, you know, it's the technology that we now all know and love um, that's made that possible. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... Is what you're doing now one of your childhood dreams, or are you rebooting your life even as we speak? Well, personally, I think maybe a bit of both. I mean, I always wanted to get into television. Um, I wanted to do something around kind of you know broadcasting and technology, which obviously, obviously, I did absolutely nail with the gadget show. Um, and now I do all my own content, and I put it across social social platforms. So yeah, a bit of a reboot, but certainly still on on target. And Gillian, with the the research that Microsoft's funded here, obviously you need an understanding of how people work so you guys can actually get together and give them what they need when it comes to the products you provide. Exactly that, yeah. So, you know, as you just mentioned earlier on, we've uh, undertaken this research and and like you said, as part of that, we found that, you know, 28% of Brits think that they've landed uh, the career that they dreamed of as a child, which, you know, is great. Um, 88% of them are happy in their role. So there's still 72% of people out there um, that aren't doing the role that they dreamed of as a child. And of those, actually um, half of them are saying that they're happy in their jobs. So what we're trying to do, one of the reasons why um, at Microsoft and Surface we've commissioned this uh, research is so that we can uh, make sure that we tell people about um, having the right tools and the right technology um, at hand to be able to facilitate their ambitions and their uh, career dreams. Absolutely. And when it comes down to you know, dream jobs, I mean, broadcasting, Jason's on about his role there. I really enjoy what I do on the wireless. And obviously, the, the, your sort of technology is out there. I mean, I've got a Surface Go, which is going along to me to do an outside broadcast in a couple of weeks' time. It's amazing what this tech can do these days. I think that's the thing, and, and that's where you know these devices are bringing people's like career aspirations to life. Because you know, actually, it doesn't matter what you do, whether it's an ambition, whether it's your career, but you can do it on the move. You can be at home, you can be on the train, in the office, on the beach, on holiday. Um, and these devices are allowing us now to be more mobile and do and be freer to do what we want, where we want. And Jason, in our lifetimes, because we're not too dissimilar in age, and we've seen so much of a massive change in, in the way the portability these devices and the connectivity has really changed a lot of things yeah big time uh, so you're in your early 20s yes I, 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 look being children of the 70s and 80s um, as you and I both are Gillian obviously you know 
wasn't, didn't he? I mean, I had no memory of those decades. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it is remarkable. We we were youngsters before the personal computer. You know, we were the first generation, if you like, of consumer electronic consumer, you know, uh, uh, beta testers. And so to go from my first computer, which I think had, you know, like 8K memory on it, so I certainly had a ZX80. The ZX81 was definitely no more than 16K from memory. Mm-hmm. And... Um, although someone will correct me on that, <laughs> whatever, it's a remarkably tiny amount of memory um, compared to the um, extraordinary memory that we have at our disposal now. I mean, these new devices from Microsoft with DDR4 RAM and you know 4K video you can play on them and all kinds of connectivity from cellular devices and the SIM card that goes on the side. I mean, it, it really does empower you in a concrete way. So whether you want to be an artist or a film editor or a computer scientist or a coder, um, or you want to do a course around medicine, whatever it is, these devices now are empowering, and they do genuinely mean that you can be not anywhere, but but within reason, all kinds of places that you couldn't have been a couple of decades ago. I'll give you an example. We just uh, upstick sold the house in London, and we went around the year, uh, sorry, went around the world for a year with our three kids, and I was only able to do that and fund it in part because I was able to generate content. Um, all kinds of messaging and, and video and vlogs and all the rest of it, film it on amazingly small cameras that I could fit in the backpack, <laughs> go underwater with, fly drones, edit it all on a tiny device and upload it to various social streams. So so there you go. That's just one example. Yeah, and there are so many people, whatever your career is, I mean, those things run alongside it. You may be a journalist, but actually there are so many people who work in the likes of medicine or many, many other areas who also are part-time journalists covering what they do, and whether it be on Instagram or the other streams, and these devices really make a massive amount of difference. But equally, you can learn your trade whilst you're doing whatever you're doing and wherever you're doing it. And let's not forget as well that, um, you know, let, let's take um, a career where you need to be locally located. So let's say that you're a carer, yeah? Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a conference the other day. I didn't know this. Um, uh, so, so this was in the context of caring for old age pensioners, so people in care homes, people that want to stay in their own home but still need uh, carers to visit them and be aware of what they're doing. The Internet of Things, you know, these devices in our homes now that also connect to the Internet um, are really offering all kinds of new freedom uh, and safety features for people that um, maybe can't look after themselves uh, as well as you or I can. Mm -hmm. So things like, for example, an old lady uh, goes to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and if she doesn't return within 15 minutes, um, her carers get a little uh, notification, and they can decide what action they want to take based on the fact that she might have had a fall. But I'm just saying that as a case study. Obviously, there are much better examples. But it's not just those of us that are fortunate enough to work in the media or do video or, or journalism that benefit from this. All industries are benef- benefiting from this, uh, even those that, are, that, are, that, are, that still, by necessity, need to be locally based. Yep, and as I say, just a great opportunity with the technology that you can have more of your dream and have it in a convenient place and yeah, live the rest of the life that you need as well to, to make it.